0: What is up, Only Playbook fans? We are back for another episode. Man, this might be the best episode and the biggest episode we've recorded because it is officially Super Bowl week. We have, what, four, five days till Super Bowl 56? Mm-hmm. This is episode 44. I'm Sweet Car. I got Shishote, Shovit. Guys,
1: happy Super Bowl week. Yeah, happy Super Bowl week. We are finally here. Man, I can't wait. Can't wait for Sunday.
2: Dude, this is so sad in so many ways. It is. Because it's like what I have to find something else that's not like work related or school related that's like important in my life and there is nothing. Winter Olympics? No. No. I'm hard a hard pass. <laughs> I'm I'm going to watch it while well, it's like, you know, everybody's around the screen and cheering on for USA, but not a big fan of like, you know, like, underground USA fans? Like, yeah. Not really.
1: Nothing compares to the Super Bowl.
0: No. Yeah, and I'm way more of a Summer Olympics guy than a Winter Olympics yeah. guy. Just preference to sports, Yeah, because right? you
2: can actually play Summer Olympics yeah. outside sometimes. Yeah. Winter Olympics.
0: You have to, like, go to specific places to play those sports. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, nonetheless, who cares about the Olympics? Because the Super Bowl is happening this Sunday. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams meeting up. Basically a home game for the Rams in SoFi Stadium. Obviously a lot to unpack there. Um, This is the last episode of the year as far as psych god dude <laughs> totally fell for that no hell no super bowl is going to end the season obviously but we expect to put out a lot more content off season football is going to be very important obviously you know a lot of implications into fantasy football heading into next season we've seen so many times rookie running backs rookie receivers rookie quarterbacks go early and make immediate impact so uh there's going to be a lot to talk about obviously but in terms of football content action this is going to be the last game of the season so yeah it's bittersweet but uh, I was telling you guys before we started recording I'm so excited about this game because I have absolutely no idea what the hell is going to happen every day my mind changes every minute I think about the game I think two different things leads me to a different direction it's been
2: a theme of this playoffs right it's not even just this game for me at least it's just been I've been so wrong so many times in this playoffs that it's just never been like this there's never been A no number one or a no number two in the Super Bowl in like years and decades, right? So it's like, how do we, who predicted this to happen? Like literally, we even put out a tweet, you know, like a month ago saying, hey, if there's anybody out there that's choosing the Rams or the Bengals in the Super Bowl, uh, tweet to us. Nobody did. Yep. Because nobody chose them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, again, I think that just, like you said, makes for such a great game for a neutral fan who's not a fan of either of the teams. Because, Mm -hmm. again, we want to see good football. As football fans, we like to see, you know, teams in the Super Bowl that maybe haven't been there before, brand-new opportunity, et cetera. So there's so many storylines that we'll unpack. Obviously, if you've enjoyed our content thus far this season, thank you so much for all the support. We're everywhere, social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitter at OnlyPlaybook, Instagram and TikTok at TheOnlyPlaybook, every listening podcast platform you can think of, Anchor, Spotify, Google, uh, Apple. Um, And then we have a YouTube channel. Obviously, if you're watching, you're watching on the YouTube channel at The Only Playbook. So uh, like, subscribe, comment. Everything that you do helps spread the word about this podcast to other people that may enjoy it as well. So uh, thank you so much for everything and all of the support we've received so far. Um, Let's do what we do best and dissect this Super Bowl the Cincinnati Bengals cool Joe Burrow and crew are going to be traveling playing basically a road game for the Super Bowl which you know typically that should be the case for both teams but in this instance it's not they're traveling to LA to take on the Rams in Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium Rams at home basically favored by four and a half points over under 48 and a half god I don't even know where to start somebody kick us up
1: yeah, I mean this is such an exciting game, and I'm gonna start with the betting line at four and a half, and why that may be the case. I mean, basically the Rams have a home field advantage. They get to play in their stadium at the Super Bowl. I mean, what more can you start off with as far as like being able to uh, come up hot in that game? Now, um, four and a half, I like I like the Bengals there. You know what? I, I I really don't think that I don't think that the game will be a if if the Rams are gonna win um, I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to happen to, it's going to need to be a field goal. Um, I don't, if, if the Bengals win, it's going to have to be like, they win by a lot of points. You know what I mean? I just don't see the Bengals keeping it competitive and keeping it close. And, and, and it's, it's going to be one of those like Bengals win outright or, or, uh, or the Rams win by three points. And, uh, there's a lot to look at in this game. Um, lots of betting things to look at, but, uh, and in terms of, uh, another bet that I like in this game is uh, is if you have the uh, Bengals winning, then Joe Burrow needs to get the MVP. I don't see anyone else win the MVP if Joe Burrow and the Bengals win.
0: I like I like that as a piggyback bet for sure. If you are betting on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl it would be foolish to not also throw a bet on the MVP. Yeah. And you're getting Joe Burrow, who is the most likely MVP of that team should they win. And I think he's like plus 225 or something, right? right? right. Obviously, because I think the line favors the Rams, so the the MVP will go on the Rams side if they win. Uh, but like you said, if you're taking the Bengals with a bet and you're confident or you think that they're going to win and you're going to root for them, it would be foolish not to sprinkle a bet on Joe Burrow. I absolutely agree with you.
2: Yeah, that's what I've got. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, Yeah, so that's... Nice little betting segment yeah. there, um, but back to like what happens on the field outside of what the fans can do about it. Um, this is a very interesting Super Bowl to say the least. This is the fourth instant in Super Bowl history when opposing quarterbacks wear the same jersey. You know, wow, whoa, no one's no one's ever like it's only happened four times in the history of football, so it's really crazy. Two number nines are going back at it. The last time this happened was Roger Staubach and Brad uh, Terry Bradshaw. Twice. Damn. So, number 12s? Yeah, number yeah. 12s, and then it happened with Staubach and Greasy also. Number twelve, so, so it's only been
0: 12s. <laughs> and Tom Brady's been a bunch of 12s like every year for the last two decades? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. No, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's crazy. That's a sad story. Yeah, I've that is heard so
0: of. sad. Holy crap. Tom Brady, please don't retire. Come back.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in this game. Um, you know, as far as all the props that you mentioned, there's so many of those that, yeah. you know, historically, when it comes to Super Bowls. We got to figure out who, what kind of Gatorade color it's going to be. We got to figure out the coin toss. Um, so yeah, this this one this one's setting up to be crazy in every aspect of the game. Not just you know sometimes like when Tom Brady's playing, the focus is all on Tom Brady, right? Even though it's Joe Burrow and even though it's uh, uh, Matthew Stafford, I feel like as much as the focus is on Burrow off the field, like right now, every, everybody all everybody talks about is Joe Burrow, right? But the good thing about the Cincinnati Bengals is that's never been their Achilles heel where Burrow has to take all this on his shoulders and make the, make it happen. Cincinnati's been playing one of the most, like, united form of football I have ever seen, especially this playoffs, right? Like, nothing has happened where Joe Burrow has to make something happen, or, like, Joe Burrow has to do this. It hasn't been like that. Their defense has stepped up hardcore. Their receivers are all on point. Um, You know, what more—and even Joe Mixon, even though his yards per carry are trash as of late— uh, he's still getting in the end zone when needed, and you know, and and McPherson can't forget about McPherson. It's like a unit; it's a solid unit. And what? How do you beat a team that's just paid their way into a Super Bowl? Is to have a cohesive unit that's on the same page, and the Bengals are that.
0: Yeah, this this the the way that this plays out in my head is the Bengals are the story, right? They are the storybook. They are the team that a movie could be made of in yeah. two decades, right? So they like you said, and it's all because of that cohesion. You're looking at a team that came into the season virtually in a rebuild year, rebuild Mm -hmm. year, your quarterback's coming off an ACL tear. Uh, you know, you have an atrocious offensive line. So there was so much about the Bengals, I don't. I mean, I'm trying to think of what Vegas had their preseason over under at for wins. Like, I want to say it wasn't higher than seven and a half or something. Might have been lower actually. But So, so to come into a rebuild year, have a quarterback who basically is a rookie hasn't proven enough in the NFL yet. Although he had a great track record in college and high school, but that does that translates to the NFL maybe less than one percent of the time, right? So there were so many reasons that the Bengals should not be here. So Mm -hmm. I think carrying that momentum all. Throughout the entire season, it has never once wavered. Yes, they've had, you know, games where they've lost or played bad, but all of that has led to them being in the grandest stage possible in a year where I don't think people even predicted them to make the playoffs. So, um... Like you said, the Rams, on the other hand, completely different story. They literally traded for Matthew Stafford. They gave up pretty much all their draft picks for the next several years to get this guy because they knew Jared Goff wasn't the answer. And they made the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, so they felt like they were basically a quarterback away from winning it all, right? And this is how it played out. They got that quarterback that they thought was going to be the reason they would win it all. They're back in the big dance like they've been before, but they were a quarterback away. And now they believe Matthew Stafford's the guy. So for them, it's they've literally, like you said, paid. They they got Von Miller, right? They got OBJ. And you know. Know, even guys like Jalen Ramsey, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. He wasn't always a Ram. So they basically star-loaded and star-studded like really, really key spots positions, for their uh, yeah. positions. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just kind of you know in there and yeah. like doing enough and just kind of getting by. But but I will say the Rams that we saw in the regular season where you know they weren't beating good teams at a time and then they got hot towards the end of the year. This seems like a different football team. I think they've kind of taken the next step in terms of uh, consistency. Matthew Stafford, to me, it seems like he's at least taken the next step here. And the running game with Cam Akers has been huge. And every single week we've been saying okay this week they'll finally double team Cooper Cup well it fucking does not matter so this is just an insane matchup in every facet quarterback versus quarterback Ramsey versus uh, Jamar Chase right you have OBJ the storyline there you have two kickers who are both pro bowlers and like there's you have two really young coaches that came from the same coaching tree like there's so many store number two number one draft picks both wearing number nine again this the game writes its own script and I think that's the most beautiful thing about this game. Um, but for me, like I told you guys, I was back and forth pretty much every single time I thought about what was going to happen in this game. Shovit, I'm with you. If we're talking about points from a four and a half point perspective, I think this game stays inside a touchdown. Like I think, I think it could be a touchdown game. So there's a chance that lion loses, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be a one score game, no matter who wins the football game. So for that reason, I think four and a half on the Bengals side is a lot of points to take. So I would absolutely ride that if I was taking a side, I do also believe that the under is going to come in. Um, I, I know that these teams can put up a ton of points in a hurry, but the way I'm reading the script of this game is this is going to be less like, like the Bills-Chiefs game where it's like, you know, it, every play is a touchdown, but more so, it's going to be like yes, the offense is going to have no problem really moving the ball. It's just going to be about longer sustained drives, which take up more time. Which again, all it takes are is one or two drives that don't become touchdowns that become field goals, and the under can hit. So I th- I think bangles and under is what I'm leaning towards. But there are a lot of different random prop bets that I I do like, um, and and it kind of coincides with how I think this game is going to play out. Right? If I'm expecting there's going to be opportunities to move the ball, which means I think both teams are going to have pretty easy chances at getting to the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, these bo- Both of these kickers have insanely long legs, right? McPherson's longest of the season, 58 yards. Matt Gay's longest of the season, 55 yards. So they have no problem deploying their kicker for really, really long kicks. They're playing indoors. Weather is absolutely not a factor. So for all of those reasons, the over-under for total field goals in the game is sitting at 3.5, and, and I think there's a really, really good chance we see four field goals this game. Whether all four field goals go in, that remains to be seen. But when you're taking a bet, you're taking the bet because, you know, are you – Are you envisioning it coming to fruition? And for me, if four kicks are going to be kicked, and I know that before the game, or like if somebody were to say, hey, they're going to kick the ball four times, I can't tell you if they're going to make it, I would take the bet 10 out of 10 times. So for that reason, I think over three and a half is a great bet. I saw it at like plus 110, so you're getting it at plus money even. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with that coincides to the longest field goal of the game they have at 47 and a half, which again, knowing these two kickers' longest kicks of the season and knowing that it's indoors and knowing that it's the Super Bowl and it's two offenses that love taking fucking risks, I don't think that you know it's not unlikely that there's end of the half and there's a 58 yarder on deck and they're, they're not they're going to send their kicker out there to attempt that so um, for all those reasons I like a lot of kicker props which is not you know typical of what I see but there's nothing else that really stands out to me because again the theme is every day I think about this game I think something different is going to happen but the one thing that I've seen that I think is going to stay in unison is going to be kicking the football.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good. That's a good bet. Um, their defensive. Both teams defensive has has definitely stepped up in the playoffs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not allowing a lot of points. Um, so you may very well see those kicking games. And uh, as long as they don't, you know, teams don't get into the red zone, what are they? What are they gonna do? They're gonna yeah. kick the ball. And I don't see a lot of turnovers happening unless Matthew Stafford, um, pulls, you know, old school Matthew Stafford and starts doing some. Matthew lot. Stafford things. Matthew yeah. Stafford things, and then you'll you'll <laughs> you
2: know, see. Let's
1: hope that I mean again. I don't know what the hell's
0: going to happen in this game, but let's hope that that's, that that uh, storyline story yeah. is going to be thrown to to, to bed because yeah. Stafford has a crazy good game in yeah. the big, biggest game of you life. You
2: know, remember when we played that card game where I bought a yeah a pack of cards. There was only one card there. The other ones were stickers, and the only card there was Matthew Stafford. Wow! If you guys remember that,
0: I don't remember that, but that's yeah. insane. Matthew Stafford was the only card. That's, that's another storybook for this game. How the <laughs> f- What are the chances,
2: dude? That's I all see right. it. I was, I was like re uh, renovating my room and everything, and mm-hmm. I was like, um, I saw that pack, and I was like, huh? Let's see who was in there, and like, oh, not Fairbairn, not in the playoffs, and, all <laughs> and then the only real card there was Matthew Stafford, Stafford. And I was like, hmm, that's yeah. a little weird. Is there some value in that now? Maybe? I have no idea. Not sure, <laughs> um, but yeah, I have uh, three little questions to ask you guys. Yeah, uh, it's not Let's an official it. game or anything, but it's all related to what we've been talking about. Um, Matthew Stafford is the fourth QB over the last forty seasons to start a Super Bowl in their first season with a team. <laughs> can you game? Tom can Brady. you name the other three? Tom players? Brady last year. Yeah. That's okay. A, that's a that's a gimme one. Yeah. Is it
1: Tom Brady two years? Just Tom Brady one. Just Just one year. Just one year. Yeah. yeah. And then the other two first
0: year with first like, year quarterbacks with a
2: new team to start in the Super Bowl. It,
0: are any of these so old that I we probably no? Wouldn't. They're both in our lifetime. Okay,
2: but they're but two of okay. Here's a good hint: two of the least likely that for you guys to remember who they are. Least likely. Damn, but they're but you'll remember them.
0: Um, first year quarterbacks. Hold on, I'm trying to think of first year, first year. I
1: mean, could you count Nick Foles? No, no. No,
2: he wasn't.
0: Do rookie quarterbacks count? No, it's just first year on a new team. Oh, new team. Okay, yeah. okay. First year on a new team. Man, holy shit, this is going to... Uh, Peyton Manning? No.
2: Damn. They didn't, I think it's the second year with Denver, yeah. maybe. Um, okay, here's another hint. Yeah. This one this one should do it. Both of these last names start with a D.
0: Dilfer? Yes. Trent, Trent Dilfer. Dilfer. Jake DeLome. Yes.
2: Let's go! <laughs> Daylight come! Well done. You got a DeLome. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, uh, yeah, you know what we'll just continue and then we'll, I'll come with the other things randomly All right. throughout the thing.
0: Yeah, um, I, I had seen in an interesting stat we talked I mean we talk a lot this whole season and obviously as Vikings fans and obviously as you know Steelers fans and how we have our own biases about our teams and um, we talked a lot about how this league is evolving, becoming more offensive, et cetera, right? So there was a tweet that this kid had put out who he actually works for PFF. Um, he there's over since 2011, teams to make the Super Bowl, There's been 22 total teams since 2011 that have made the Super Bowl, right? Um, 19 of the 22 teams ranked top 10 in offense in the season. 19 of the 22 teams were a top 10 offense Mm -hmm. in the season. That
2: that makes so much sense to me. What happened to the other three teams, that's what I'm... Yeah, they're borderline.
0: probably it's probably the it's probably the Denver it's the Broncos from the Peyton Manning so top ten defense yeah it's yeah it's it, yeah, it's it, not, <laughs> top 10, not top ten not top ten probably top one defense top right one, yeah that yeah. the the only way a defense is going to win is if they are the best defense not you're you're not going to be a borderline top ten defense and have an average offense and have no. a chance to win no, no. your no. defense has to be the reason you win and for that to happen you have to be pretty much elite so it, I think it was Seattle whenever they beat Denver it was Denver whenever they beat uh. Cam Newton and the Panthers, and, and there was one other one I can't remember. I, uh, I think it was the it was the <laughs> T- Trent Dilfer in the the Ravens because it was all fucking Ravens defense. Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. So yeah, those I think were the three. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it, for for you to be in the Super Bowl, you got to have either. Really good offense, yeah, and an average defense. What about, or what, about what about average
2: offense, average defense, and really good special teams? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's a secret behind the Patriots hey, that's, this whole time?
0: Devin Hester and the Bears—the year that they uh, played what? The Peyton Colts. Manning and the Colts. Yeah. But they, that initial kickoff—I know their defense was really good too, yeah. but it was defense and special teams, right? It wasn't their offense. So yeah, they are there are te- there are teams that are trying to make shift and try different ways to do it, and yeah, yeah that's that's interesting. Like that's cool for you, but it's harder to become the anomaly than to become, like, you know, if 19 of the 22 teams have a top-10 offense, that literally tells me let's get a top-10 offense because that puts us in the best position to to make the Super Bowl, right, to, to, to get into the big dance. And so um, I just think that's really interesting with how all of these coaching coaching hires are all younger guys who are all up-and-coming, who are more offensive-minded, et cetera, getting rid of, like, old guys who have 1995 mentalities yeah. and et cetera. All of these numbers point to the fact that over the last decade, Offense is trumping they're, defense.
2: They're literally just learning what Madden players have known their whole yeah. lives. <laughs> oh,
0: it, it, dude, it, it's it feels like something where I'm teaching my parents something that yeah. like they're having a really hard time grasping because right. they're from a different generation, but we portray- conveying that from like a football perspective. And it and it's sad because obviously like and I'm gonna use Zimmer just because he's he's the uh, the the example that comes to mind, but Zimmer is a football genius, right? Like, he's a, there's a reason he's in the NFL as a head coach, whatever, all of his success. So it's crazy to me that somebody who is in the game, like in the heart of the game cannot come to a realization that at some point, if you're doing the same thing year after year after year after year, and it's consistently working, at some point, it's going to stop working. At some point, the other team, the other side has to adjust. Otherwise, you're just successful forever. That's not realistic. The whole, all of life is about adjustments and changes, right? And so for him to never once try to adapt to a new age, I mean, it just shows that the like it's like technology like it's leaving him in the dust and it's moving on without him hence he got fired you know so like it's just it's just a new age of football and it's exciting to see more people i would assume love to see offenses than high-powered defenses it just makes for a better overall watch
2: absolutely it's it's that last of the bill parcells effect Mm -hmm. that's what it is it's like you know Bill Parcells was such a big name that every coach would bend over backwards for what Bill Parcells was doing because it was working, right? And Zimmer has that going on mentally throughout this whole time. He's like, Bill Parcells would have done this. Bill Parcells doesn't care about good offense, right? So it's like that had to end at some point, right? Because Bill Parcells is not in the NFL anymore. It's just that's all he knows. And if you're not going to adjust and you're going to choose to just know that, then you got to go, and that's what happened. And now we've made one of the biggest – changes from multiple different areas i've ever seen team any team ever do yeah right we have a head coach from west coast yeah we have a gm from new york we have like you know it's just like they're reaching everywhere for the best talent it's not about cohesion at this point no it's about getting all the best pieces together and then letting them unite
0: yeah and the beautiful thing is the person that's responsible for cohesion because when you're hiring all these people you can't you can't hire thinking of cohesion because then you might take somebody who is less qualified just because you think they mesh better with this guy in some senses maybe that works but i like the fact that we started with a guy who is all about cohesion in the gm right and he's all about cohesion and a very unorthodox way it's like he's coming from a background of like straight numbers etc and stuff so he's not looking at like you're bill parcells you're mike zimmer you guys just yeah. to coach together so you guys are probably buddies so yeah let's let's put you two together no hey you've been really successful at what you do and you have a niche hey you're really successful at what you do and what you have a niche let's I, I'm the guy that's gonna figure out how to make this cohesiveness work, but I'm getting the best of what I think is in both worlds. So um, I know we went off on a tangent there about this regards to Super Bowl, but yeah, nonetheless, this is exciting because both of these teams are new age offensive minded football teams and that's they're both in the Super Bowl and um, I don't know, guys, I, I mean you know from from like a, just a supporting standpoint, I have been so torn about who the hell to root for in this game.
1: Yeah, I'm just I would just want a good game. Honestly, like I I don't really care. I, I think I think one side's gonna win. I think that's the Bengals that's side. That's how that's how sports work. Yeah, one side but, wins. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> if it's a close game and the Rams win, I mean, I, that's all I care for. Uh yeah. Just just a good good from, game.
2: From a story standpoint, I do want the Bengals to win. Yeah. But from a fan whose teams just just all that I know is pain. I kind of want the Bengals to experience more pain before you get this glory, you know. Like I want them to see what it's like to have to work yeah. with years of struggle to get to somewhere. Yeah, um, and I think that's the part that the Rams are going through, right? The Rams are, are, you know, they're they're trying to do something because it hasn't worked before. Whereas the Bengals, this is like their first rodeo, and it's working, right? So it's like from from a fan, from a Joe Burrow fan perspective, yeah, dude, just he's a winner, right? Like seven straight. Uh, Playoff slash, you know... uh, Championships. Tournament wins. And that's something to root for because he's the man. And then you look at Matthew Stafford who's just struggled year after year. When it comes to playoffs, he crumbles. And now he's put into the position to finally win. So it's like, damn. Like, who should win? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. well if if the Rams don't end up winning, I think that, that that's it for them. Yes. Uh, like oh, next definitely. year, they're not coming back. They are screwed. They're not, yeah. With all the draft picks that they've <laughs> given up, yeah. the, at least the Bengals, even if they go through some pain, like yeah. they'll come back next year and they'll Absolutely. still have a legitimate Nothing's chance. Nothing's
2: going to change. I, I, I read something the other day where none of the big names in the Bengals are going anywhere, maybe besides Tyler Boyd, which... <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> is expendable. He's, he's, he's expendable. At point. this point, he's very expendable. Yeah, they
0: have a number one and number two, so finding a number three is pretty easy. Um, But you're right. Like, the reason I'm torn is exactly that. Like, in a way, I would love to see Matthew Stafford get a Super Bowl. You know, as much as as much as much I, like, was not a big Matthew Stafford fan because he played for Detroit, as much as, you know, like he's numerous times with Detroit, like not played well, choked, uh, all that stuff, it, it, it is – like, from a personality perspective, he's a great guy, right? There's no reason to not like Matthew Stafford outside of the fact that maybe he's not done what you want him to do on the football field for your fantasy team, for your betting, for your favorite team, whatever. But with that being said, I think, like, the OBJ storyline's very interesting. Like, did you guys see the interview where Jarvis Landry hopped on yeah, that conference trying. call? Like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, like, that, that's the little things that, like, I'm an absolute sucker for, right? So I'm like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, that probably meant the world to OBJ because he wasn't expecting that. No. And he literally in like had to like just go through some of the stupidest shit with the Cleveland Browns, people thinking like he was the reason, like he's right. washed and like that entire journey to finally get here and now have a chance in the promised land, like fuck yeah I want that dude to succeed, I want him to have a great game so uh, for that reason, obviously like I love Von Miller, obviously it's impossible not to root for Aaron Donald to like succeed he's a, like like there's nobody, there's he, nobody he, that I know that dislikes may, Aaron Donald.
2: He may be the best player of all time, Like, but he doesn't have a Super Bowl win. right?
0: And he's probably the most humble dude right, like he's a big giant, the dude's <laughs> (laughs) a freak of nature Uh, uh, and he's probably like a teddy bear has he ever said one bad word that you've heard like no so like it's so easy to root for that guy and like he does all of the right things he's a tremendous football player those kind of people you want to succeed so the 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 rams have all of these storylines but again (laughs) the Bengals. it's just joe burrow to me like joe burrow like that whole story the, the 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 fucking 180 that this team has done in one year is so tremendous that like it would be it would be really shitty to see them like just fall slightly short. So like for that reason, again, I'm so torn about which side I'm actually going to root for. But maybe I will just try my hardest not to root for a side and just root for a good game. Yeah. it's just gonna be hard to do that.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna have like three drinks and then let that guy decide <laughs> and then let that yeah, because <laughs> this guy right now can't decide, but yeah. I'm sure that guy can make all kinds of decisions. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact, you know Aaron Donald, he was
1: a 13th round pick, 13th pick <laughs> of the first round. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, 2014. Yeah. The guy right before him, you know who it was?
0: No, give us a hint. Let's play a game.
1: Also played in his same team. Vaughn Miller? No. O- uh, oh, offensive yeah. guy. Oh. Cooper Cup? No. Close. Robert Woods? No. OBJ? OBJ. Oh, okay. Damn. OBJ. Same draft. Same Damn. draft. 2000, wow. 2014, 12 and 13. That's pretty crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of games, here's the second part of my questioning. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, Joe Burrow will be the first second-year QB to start in the Super Bowl since this guy. Ben Roethlisberger. No. Wow. And he also won that Super Bowl. Oh. Wait.
0: Didn't Ben Roethlisberger... Okay. Unless there was a guy that did it after him because it said since this guy. I thought Ben made it his second year and S- won.
1: Yeah. Second year and won. That's didn't what he had. Yeah, he said second year.
0: Um, since this guy. Yeah. So, which means this guy had to have happened after, after Big Ben. Big ben. Second year, Russell Wilson. Yes. Let's go. Oh, all right. <laughs> dude, Let's go, You're on baby.
1: Fire today, yeah, dude.
0: It's fucking Super Bowl juju, man. <laughs> <laughs> just got great vibes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I just I want a great game. Like I I don't want a disappointment. Like yeah, like a close game is fun, but is a close game where the game ends thirteen to ten what you want? Well, does that cover the three and a half? kicking so so what you're telling me is close game is not as important as your money (laughs) hitting right so that's the biggest variable right right there's that and
1: then and then the close game yeah yeah so money first money first okay so
0: for me i could put in 25 prop bets if this is not a good football game i honestly don't give a shit about any of that so like i it's the biggest dance of the whole year the whole reason we we are like been doing this for 20 weeks like i would hate for it to end with like a fucking 13 to 7 like that would be some shit Like you know, so I just oh, think it's impossible happen. that that would happen. To be honest, like I just don't see it in like any realm. It just be-
2: it just no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, like I, there's two of the top seven offenses in the league, and there's two of the 15 to 18th ranked defenses in the league. Yeah. That equals points. Yeah, that does not equal seven to 13. But you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Well, good. Now I was gonna say the third part.
0: Yeah, part okay. three. Okay, shove it. Bring your A game, bro.
2: Yeah, this one you guys should jump on this really quickly. All right. Per PFF, Blank and Blank have two of the highest career postseason pass rush grades in the PFF era. Von Miller Aaron and Aaron Donald. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, nice. I was, I was lit. I was, giving yeah. Me I, was, <laughs> I was like, like letting you say,
0: yeah. I mean, dude, man, it's just, it's crazy. Didn't Von Miller win MVP the year they won the Super Bowl, or was it, was it Peyton? May- I thought. I mean, he created the most important play
2: in the game. I thought
0: he, I thought he won MVP. I don't For know. Sure.
2: I don't know, but he should have yeah. actually. He should have won MVP. I think he did. Yeah, my bet is on Vaughn. Yeah, Miller. I think he
0: won MVP. So, like, dude, just think about the fact that we just talked about them having arguably the best player ever on the defense, and you also have like right next to ba- him, Vaughn. No joke. Miller. If it wasn't
1: for the injury, no,
0: he would be right up there. Yeah. With oh, Donald exactly. In this This is in that defensive line's insane, and that's one thing we haven't talked about. What we can say? Who's yeah. It?
1: Well, I'm talking about the defensive line. Yeah, and then the offensive line for yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, that's a huge that gave line. nine sacks to the Titans. Titans. So. Can, will that repeat? Is that what's going to happen again? I mean, that it's, it could. Yeah, that this Very pass local. rush
0: was, is way scarier than Tennessee's pass rush. It's way scarier than the Chiefs' pass rush. So, um, you know,
2: I, I worry that that could be a huge storyline yeah. for the Bengals. Yeah, and, and if Jamar Chase somehow gets shut down. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. What do you do? Jam- you know what Jalen Ramsey's allowed this season? Pretty bad. He's only allowed one game over 60 receiving yards, and that wasn't even in the regular season. He has allowed nobody to get sixty or more yards in this game. And what what do the Bengals do? They rely on like sixty yards of play yeah. to make these these winnings happen. Yeah. If if Jalen Ramsey somehow shuts down Jamar Chase, dear God, what is going to happen with the Bengals' offense?
0: I don't know. We're going to need some T. Higgins action. We Need some Tyler Boyd. Joe yeah. Mixon. Joe Mixon. Um, I don't know. If Uzama probably won't play. I don't know what the word on him is. I'm sure know. that he's trying. Who the fuck wants to yeah. miss the Super but Bowl? That means but that mean,
2: samples is a serviceable tight end. Yeah. Like it's not, you know. he's, he's
0: like the free samples at Costco. You know, you yeah. enjoy him yeah. while it's there. They <laughs> got free samples at Walmart <laughs> now. Did you guys do know they? that? Yeah. Uh, did not know that. I didn't either. know that. Is it every day? I
2: don't know. I went there on, when do we meet a weekday? up the other day? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, it, was okay. like, yeah, it was a weekend. Yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Drew sample. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he's, you know, I wonder what his anytime touchdown would be because as a, now a starting tight end, you always like tight end Plus chances. 600. I I feel like it's higher. I feel like it might be in the thousands. Wow. Yeah. And, and at that point it's like, dude, you're starting tight end. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it's, a it's bet. worth a sprinkle. Um, yeah. So, I mean, any other storylines from this game that we might have not touched on that you guys wanted to talk
2: about um, some, you know, uh, superstitious kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Teams wearing white jerseys have won 14 of the last 17 Super Bowls. Damn. Who's wearing white this year? Rams. 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 Home team. Yeah. yeah However, the designated home team is 23 and 32 in Super Bowls. Damn. And they've lost 11 of the last 15.
0: Uh, what's the record for teams hosting Super Bowls? Want to know? And in yeah. winning them? So 100, 100%, 100%? 100% win rate? Yeah. If you guys want to bet, there there you go. That's I mean, what better stat
2: than that? 100%? Yeah. <laughs> According to statistics, that <laughs> sample does not have enough yeah. sample yeah.
1: size. <laughs> last year, one of the most fun bets was the the guy streaking on the field bet.
2: Oh, I don't yeah. know what it is this year. I
1: don't know. Ooh, but he.
2: I, I've heard the penalties are really extensive. I, I heard of this when that happened last year. So I yeah. don't know what's in play for this year. Well, the
1: guy who actually did it also bet, and so he yeah. didn't get his winnings because yeah, it, he's stupid yeah, and, and he admitted yeah.
0: it. Yeah, that's dumb as fuck. Why would yeah. you do that?
1: But that might be a fun sprinkle. To yeah, do.
0: that's a good one. I saw another one that uh, will somebody propose after winning the Super Bowl, after Super Bowl. I know we haven't really seen that, but it was like plus 500. You know, like, I don't know, young team like the Bengals win. Like, like Jamar Chase, like somebody young. Just like, dude, what what better stage than after you win a Super Bowl? I think that's that's worth a sprinkle. One thing I wanted to mention for bets, you mentioned Gatorade color. Uh, I like betting on the teams right so i like blue because if the rams win i could see a blue, blue gatorade being poured because blue is one of their primary colors orange for the Bengals. so like i think the the top bets are like yellow clear for water and then there's one other one but like clear for water yeah like, oh, water or being... white yeah white oh. or clear yeah it could be white gatorade or just water um and then i think blue and like orange and shit are lower so i almost wouldn't mind sprinkling on blue and orange because those are the predominant colors for both teams yeah so that that'd be an easy way to correlate what color gatorade they have i don't know and then over under on national anthem yeah what is it two minutes no one minute 35 seconds i want the over who's singing by the way oh someone random i like it was honestly someone so random that i didn't even (laughs) know
2: um Um, yeah that was like three four seconds i'm I'm going i'm going over if it's if it's an r&b artist i'm going over if it's a rock artist i'm going under damn by genre that's a great
1: strat i actually like that um, I'm going to say over a minute 35. You're in the super bowl. Yeah, you you want to be out there I, yeah, you wanna, as long like, as possible. Yeah. I am
0: going to say under because okay. I think a lot of people probably have PTSD from watching people <laughs> like, uh, who is it? Fergie, like Fergie, Fergie, Fergie sing the super bowl and take like 70 minutes and have like one of the worst voices ever and become a forever, uh, <laughs> stock meme. I yeah. don't think many people want to be that. So I think there's a lot of pressure. So in that sense, Mickey, I'm actually
2: going to say Mickey Guyton, who is a country artist. Oh,
0: I'm going under. I'm, I'm going i say it's less, less than
2: 135 even though it's, now that it's country yes country's kind of we, like we need a set point to just somebody needs to sing it 95 wait, seconds 95 seconds is, what is it, what 135 it is so we need to see how long it takes
0: should, I, should we just all sing it on this pod <laughs> Real
2: quick? i tried earlier nobody <laughs> else joined.
0: i didn't know you wanted us i wanted to give you your solo spotlight man I I, this could be a way to fucking Legend one of us habits. to make it big wow. singing who knows wow um like Sanjaya. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I I think maybe part of it's just you guys both took the over, so I want to take
1: the under. But um, she seems like someone that sings like like high and low at the same time. You know, based, what I based mean? on what though? Like A little higher uh, she, she's an R and B slash country rapper. Uh, rapper. Yeah. So uh mickey guyton right yeah yeah, yeah. so she, i feel like there's gonna be a lot of uh i don't know what that's called when you change a pitch like yeah. that no. but uh it, it's gonna take a take longer for her to finish the song okay wait till the brave man.
0: And the dude line. see the, these yeah. are the bets that i want to just even if it's like sprinkling really low amounts on because it's just fucking random yeah. and fun like yeah. anthem gatorade color <laughs> like will somebody
2: streak like that'd be fucking let's, fun. let's pick a <laughs> let's pick one gatorade color
0: now you have to know who's winning. Now you yeah. Have to, now you have to yeah see, that's wins. the that's the that's why I like both. I, I mean, again, they're both like plus five hundred and plus and plus seven hundred. So yeah. either way,
1: I'm I'm gonna say no to orange just because orange Gatorade is. I'm gonna I gotta, do, a homework. I gotta I watch. Watch. Gonna do blue. I
0: got I need ten years
2: of data <laughs> to make all these. Yeah. Decisions. Let's see
0: what the last ten Gatorade colors have been, and if there's any kind of correlation. Maybe yeah. it's got that one pattern that you told me about the other day.
2: What Fibonacci sequence? Yeah. yeah oh. The Fibonacci, Fibonacci sequence is. somehow. Who knows? It could be in that too. <laughs> this seems like a categorical... <laughs> not not a quantifiable thing but i, I don't know yeah who like loves- it's like who loves orange gatorade kill look that's gatorade. why you waste gatorade.
1: it because you but you still have to drink it throughout the game yeah maybe
2: it's got to be something you want to drink right i don't. I say this and it could be orange yeah, i don't know you know what good. i don't
0: know i'm gonna go blue i, I i'm gonna go blue i think blue. i
2: think the rams are gonna run the ball a lot more <laughs> that's gonna require more energy yeah. and then they need to drink more gatorade so they're gonna run out of their primary Gatorade. they're gonna be like whoa Where's the rest of the We're going to have to borrow
0: the Bengals we got to
2: borrow the Bengals Gatorade. It's going to be orange.
0: Boom. <laughs> Could you imagine if we just watch it, all of a sudden, we see like Matthew Stafford walk over. He's like. <laughs> and
2: they're like, oh, it's done. Hey, we need you. Wow. And all of a sudden, we see the guy carry the other one over. And it's wow. fucking. Oh, that would be. Well, the yeah. Greatest. If we see that, I'm immediately going to go to a laptop, crop this part right here. <laughs> and then post it oh on every my social God. media.
0: That would be so wild. That would be so wild. Um there's, there's a couple of other bets that I like. Um, we'll just jump in as, cause we've already been talking about yeah. it. Um, both Q quarterbacks, longest completion over 39 and a half yards. Uh, they've both just been destroying that. Stafford, 18 plays of 40-plus this year, most in the NFL. He's hit this seven of his last 10 games. Bengals allow the third most passing plays of 20-plus yards this year. So there's probably a really big chance Matthew Stafford throws the ball longer than 39.5 yards. Uh, Joe Burrow, same exact number for same exact longest completion. He's topped this in five of his last six games. The Bengals have 16 passing plays of 40-plus yards this season, and the Rams have allowed four passing plays of 40 yards in their last four games, basically one a game. So that's all it takes is one. So I do like both of those. You guys know I'm a sucker for quarterback rushing yard props. Matthew Stafford at five and a half. I know it's a little bit higher for him, but it's a Super Bowl. It only takes one run. It all takes is one run. One man-to-man coverage where everybody's like doing a deep route. No one's open. He's getting pressure on the edge. Plus 500? No, it's just, it's over under five and a half. Yeah, five and a half rushing yards. So I'm going to, I want the over. I think, I mean, I don't know. I think he'd have seven yard rush. Hopefully he doesn't have to kneel at the end and lose it. But Mm -hmm. um, I just love taking quarterback rushing yards. Burrow's at 12 and a half. So it worries me a little bit more. But last game he fucking ran so much.
2: Yeah. And it's going to be Aaron Donald. (laughs) Yeah. So he might be running for his life.
0: But I don't know if any of those running for his life, he gets sacked and somehow they consider that like a rushing attempt because he's rushing and then they give you negative yards. That's happened to me once or twice, so. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, when you become a runner, it like right. becomes negative. Yeah, action. yeah, that Hurt. happens with Jalen. Yeah. Uh,
2: what's his name? Hurts. Jaylen. Yeah, exactly. Very often. Yeah,
0: so that like that shit sucks. But um, those are all I have. Um, any other any other bets that you've seen shove it so far?
1: No, those are. I mean, oh, I like the anytime for Cam Akers. I do like that anytime touchdown. Anytime touchdown. I don't know. if That's like a uh, yeah. a sure bet, but I just feel like the both teams run the ball enough. Yeah. Like they, they, and when they're in the red zone, I feel like they'll, they'll definitely try to give it to Akers. He's kind of proven himself. He had bad games with two fumbles, but they've, they've been giving him the, him the ball. So I like his chances of getting in, into the end zone. Yeah. I, I think so too.
0: Um, I mean, just off the top of my head, every time I think of anytime touchdowns, I'm always looking at tight ends. I think Higby is always a solid option. Yeah. Like you'd love Cooper Cup, obviously, but his, his, its value is not, it's probably like minus 200. So it's like, uh, that's not worth it. But I think tight ends, Cam Akers, because they can run the ball. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. First scoring play safety is
0: 2,500. Yeah. That would be just wild. (laughs) I mean, that, that would be wild. Even, even if it's not first scoring plays of safety for the game to have a safety is also insane odds. So like, I don't know, sprinkle. When was the last time that happened? Was did the I, I, I feel Ron, like that Ron Miller?
2: That, yeah, that, that wasn't a safety. That no, I safety. feel like
0: uh, was it the year that the Seahawks destroyed the uh, Broncos? Was there a safety that year?
1: Ooh,
2: I'm getting safety
1: vibes. So am I for some the reason. The first one of the first plays right was uh, I think it was safety. I I want to say yes
0: of that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Honestly. I don't know, but yeah, so many crazy props. That's the beauty of the Super Bowl. They just put out the stupidest things you can bet on and lose <laughs> money on, uh, and make a lot more money for the NFL. So uh, that's you know that's that's the nature of the beast, I guess. But uh, let's kick it into my last game. We'll jump into the final segment, my last game. Uh, we were doing random playoff players up until this point, but because it is Super Bowl, let's just do random Super Bowl players. So this helps narrow the, this helps narrow the uh, what's the scope, scope? Yeah. a lot, which means. You guys will only get one guess. Whoa. One guess and one guess only because it's two fucking teams, right? So uh, it's very, very narrowed. Think very critically about yours. And the beauty of this is there are three of them. So it's a best two out of three situation or somebody wants to sweep, you know, go for the sweep. Okay. You guys ready for this? I think so. Are you sure? Do you need a minute?
2: No. I got this. (laughs) If if you said the winner gets $5,000, then I would need a minute.
0: Damn. The Fucking, winner gets bragging rights. I'm like, I'm like over here. All right, let's see what I got here. The winner gets my COVID vaccine card. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go. I'll, I'll jump into the first one. So I got three of these. Um, I have listed six clues per person, right? So we'll start with the first one. Okay. Again, this is either a Cincinnati Bengals or an LA Ram. Six cents. Here we go. This random Super Bowl performer drafted in the fifth round of the 2019 draft by a team who currently isn't in the Super Bowl. This random playoff performer, I guess Super Bowl (laughs) performer, played college football at the University of Utah. They are currently 27 years old. And What are you
2: typing there? All his questions.
0: All his hints? Wow. (laughs) Look at this. (laughs) Look at this, savage. Uh, 27 years old, played college football at Utah, and was a Pro Bowler this year. This random Super Bowl performer, Was a two-sport athlete in college. You guys ready? You guys gonna need to be quick.
2: I just got one guess though.
0: Yeah, gonna need to be quick because this is the last hint. He led his team in college in 2014 in goals scored and was also on the U.S. Under 17 national soccer team. Pearson. Wrong.
1: Oh man. Oh, show it no. bro
0: show it hold oh on oh my god this
1: is crazy he's a rams kicker uh obviously no way i can't remember no wow this will be the biggest
0: choke of all time man yeah. i literally said his name like 30 seconds ago maybe damn i don't remember i'm gonna pass
2: does that come back to me <sighs>
0: yeah i guess so gay <laughs> matt gay is the answer damn show damn. It. Damn. that's tough man it was right in your lap it bro was,
2: it was bang Wow. Right in your lap. I even got the ball first in overtime. Yeah. And I just screwed it up. <laughs> I'm going to need you
0: to study your kickers in the offseason. I there. think I do. Yep. Super Bowl kicker. Matt Gay was the first one. Here we go. Number two. This random Super Bowl performer drafted in the second round in 2018. Oh, wow. Originally committed to play for Toledo, but ended up playing college football at Wake Forest. This random Super Bowl performer ran a 4 5. Forty yard dash. Four five.
1: That's kind of fast.
0: This random Super Bowl performer is the third of his name in his family. Joe Mixon. Wow, that's a great guess, but that is wrong. <laughs> Damn it! Was it's Joe. back to show, man. <laughs>
1: He's a third. Yeah, you, there's oh. more. There's
0: more hints. Oh, well, I mean. Oh, I mean, unless you want to guess.
1: isn't OBJ the third? OBJ. Wrong. I
0: don't know why the fuck it's, you wouldn't have just waited for the last I know inch. who it is. Hold on. Let me just say, I don't even you had it. a free hint. I don't know why you fucking guessed. That makes no sense of it. You you coming into the league, he compared himself to the great Rod Woodson. Don't guess yet. Dang it. Team he I was know. most excited to face coming into the NFL was the Pittsburgh Steelers because of the rivalry based on the team he was drafted by. Give me the answer, please. Jesse Bates. Yes, you are correct. Dude, God third, damn. third
2: of his name, I didn't even think about that yeah. it would actually be like, I, would, I just went for like common names like yeah. Joe
0: jesse bates the third here we go number three random super bowl performer drafted in the fourth round of 2017 by a team again not currently in the super bowl this random super bowl performer was born in jackson alabama but went to high school in texas and went to college at oklahoma this random Super Bowl performer ran a 4-6-5 40-yard mm. dash. This random Super Bowl performer is known to have freakish strength, could outbent? Oh, I just... Oh, I think... You guys can still hear me? Yeah. Okay, because it just messed up, but you're good. This random Super Bowl performer is known to have freakish strength, was known in college to outbench. Squat and power clean. Aaron Donald? Wrong. More than anyone else on the team in Oklahoma. Two more guests, or there's two more hints. This random Super Bowl performer has a cousin who currently plays for the New York Jets. Last hint. This random Super Bowl performer still holds the college football record for most rushing yards in a single game that he set in 2014 as a true freshman against Kansas running for 427 yards. That's 3, the last hint.
2: 14? And he's strong? Do you know who it is? I mean, I want to say who I want to say that I've said so Do you want to hear times. the hints again? I think I got the hints. Okay. I, the first couple of hints won't even help me because – I'm not going to know, like, you know, college, college yeah. stuff. Yep. Um, but Wake Forest? No, Oklahoma. Oh, that? oh, that Oklahoma. Was, oh yeah, that was last guess. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma, very strong. He's got a cousin in New York. That's the one that I have. Cousin really- that
0: plays in the NFL for the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah. Same last
2: name. Hmm. And he's just, he's got to be a lineman or a tight end. Hmm. It's not Uzoma, <laughs> Uzma, um, but it's got to be.
1: This is
0: rushing yards, right? Yeah. The, yeah it, he broke this single game, and he holds the record right now in college football for the most Oklahoma. rushing yards. It's got to be. At Oklahoma, be.
2: 427 yards Jeez. against Kansas. Okay, well, it's not Cam Akers. Nope. It's not Sony Michelle. Could be Henderson, but is he that strong? Okay, I'm just going to call an audible. Wait, no, Joe Mixon's way younger. <laughs> I love this game. I love um, this game. Okay, I'm going to rule out Joe Mixon. If it is Joe Mixon, end the game. Joe
0: Mixon went to Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: But just make, just but making sure. But it was 2014, right? Yeah, so that's yeah just, just making sure. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to.
0: Just Dude, I feel like you got are just on the spot and not thinking. Because when I say it, you're going to be like, what the fuck?
2: On the spot, but not thinking.
0: Because you, you, it's just process of elimination, and you've been doing that, but you just stopped all of a sudden. Mm. So you said it's not like so many people, but you you just stopped. Oh my
2: time. God, is it? Somaji Pirine. P. Pirine is the
0: correct answer. Freaking cousin in New York. Michael P. Pirine, baby. Let's go. Dude, he holds Dang. the record for most wow. rushing yards in one game. 427. Incredible. Wow. You
1: need to go watch that highlight. You
0: know what's crazy about that? The week before that, Melvin Gordon broke Broke. the record for most rushing yards in a single game in college football history against the Nebraska Huskers, running for 425 yards. And literally a week later, Samaje runs for two more yards. Poor Melvin. He
2: just gets kicked out of everything. He breaks
0: the record, but it only lasts one week, bro. Just wild. Um, Yes, Samaje P. Ryan was the answer. Congrats! That was fucking fun.
1: Um, Can't believe I didn't get Matt Gay. Dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was on a silver platter there, but it is what it is. It happens. Um, That's the beauty of football and games. You know, anything can happen just like this Super Bowl. Anything can happen. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll change my mind another hundred times before now and the time this game starts on what I really, really think is going to happen. But like you said, at the end of the day, I just want a really, really good football game. Um, I just want to see both teams actually like come to play. I don't want to see like one team just look like they don't belong. Like, yeah. I don't want to see any of that shit. Um, I just want to see two teams fucking just it out all out there and, and give us an ending to arguably the craziest football season that we've ever witnessed. And one of the craziest playoffs and you know, a two match, like a matchup in the super bowl. That was one of the most improbable matchups heading into the season yeah. that we may have ever seen. So, um, I nonetheless, want, I want a
2: missed field goal caught return for a touchdown. Wow. To What's the prop?
0: Season. Oh, to end the game! Holy shit! Plus, that's like five million. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be the last play. Holy shit! But no, yeah, I bet if you just even bet
1: on a missed field goal return for a touchdown,
0: special teams touchdowns probably really good odds.
1: Yeah. Um, also, uh, a great halftime show, right? We got Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's Dr. like Dre, it's Eminem. like literally
0: taking us all back to like the early two thousands. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah late nineties, even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah late nineties, well. early two thousands. You know, so. Snoop
2: Dogg's son played football at UCLA, and he just chose one day. He's just like, I don't want to play no more. What's his name? Something Dog. Uh, (laughs) That's a great question. Dog, <laughs> dog the second. Uh, <laughs> Snoopy Dog? I don't
0: know. Fuck. Yeah, Snoop anyway, dog Jr.? Yeah. That'd be funny. But, uh, yeah, guys, so, again, it's going to be freaking exciting. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. I uh, hope you guys, you know, eat a shit ton of good food because that's what the Super Bowl is all about. Uh, drink a lot of alcohol, maybe. You know, do a lot of other things that maybe you enjoy doing. But hopefully we get a great game and, you know, hopefully we win a lot of money and get to watch a lot of good football. And, um, you know, wraps the season up in, like, a perfectly tight-knit bow on a one of the most – improbable and unpredictable seasons we've ever witnessed. So um, we'll be back probably to recap this uh, on Monday or Tuesday, depending on scheduling. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're the only playbook. Enjoy your Super Bowl. We'll see you guys next time.